You are now entering the Ville. Proceed with caution. I want to talk with you about Thanksgiving. I was thinking so much about us, I forgot to think about you. One of my problems is that I overthink things. Our differences in age and station, my role in the church, your parents, our future. I want things to work so badly. That's why I was so keen for you to make that pie. But I was looking at the forest and I lost sight of the trees. Well, now there's a branch sticking out of your esophagus. I just want what's best for you. For us. I know. Do you really? Stu, of course. But don't treat me like that in front of my stupid parents again, okay? Perhaps we can contrive a way to pass Christmas minus the Merry Rose Bloom touch. Would you like that? That would be chill. Stockings? Mm-hmm. Fire? Mistletoe? You'd like that, wouldn't you? Speaking of Christmas, Ricky, you're gonna have fun helping me put together the pageant this year. You'll see. The First Church of Sanityville Christmas pageant never fails to bring out the best in people. Okay, everyone, let's do another take. Children should be right of the manger for O. Tenenbaum. Here's your coffee. Thank you, Ricky. Uh, Stu, what if the manger were moved a little to the left? It would be easier for the kids. That's a lovely thought, Ricky. But I'm afraid you don't understand the complications that would cause our production team. But thank you so much for your valuable input. Oh, I mean, any... Back in positions, everyone. Jonathan, the people in the cheap seats need to be able to see the frankincense, too. That was exquisite, everybody. Absolutely exquisite, Charlotte. I think you might be the best Virgin Mary I've had the privilege of directing. Stu, uh, hey, the Virgin slip is showing. Ricky, the hay on the manger floor needs straightening, if you could take care of that. Back in positions, everybody. Charlotte, show everybody that smile. Well, no, Marcus, they're lovely sheep, but I would hardly call that bleeding on command. Uh, here's your coffee, Stu. No, Stevie? Aren't I sweet enough for you? Marcus, tell Daniela to leave her sheep for a second. I need her to get me another cup of coffee. Whatever, Stu. I can get it. <laughs> no, Ricky. I have a special job for you. There's quite a smell emanating from the goat pen. Frankly, it stinks. Are you talking about the goat pen or Charlotte's performance? If you could be a deer and get that shoveled out for me. Sure, yeah. I'd rather be out with the goats than in here with the jackasses. Mm -hmm. Let's hear some bleeding now, Marcus. On a one and a two and a... No, no, no. Gabriel's harness is showing. It completely ruins the illusion of flight. Here's your coffee, honey. Yo, Ricky, I've told you not to use a term of endearment like that. Actually, Stuart... About that harness, I could fix that with a simple rose bloom backstitch. We have costuming people for that, Ricky, and this coffee doesn't have stevia. Oh, I'm sorry, Stu, I... That's okay. Daniela can get me another cup. If you'd be so good as to check the goat pen... The goats? Again? They've become so fond of you, Ricky. In fact, perhaps we should make you queen of the goats. I'm feeling more and more like that every day. Show me your angelic face, Victor. That's right. No, Bobby, the pink gel lights have to come... 
after the hallelujah chorus. Here's your coffee, Stu. No, Bobby, the pink ones. I'm just going to put this down. Yes, that's more like it, Bobby. If you want me, I'll be hanging with the goats. No, Bobby, not that tone of pink, a little more watermelon. I taught one of the goats to speak English. Yes, Bobby, like the pink of Prosecco cheese. I call him George. He hates you all. Bobby, do I have to rig the lights myself? I'll be with George. He likes spending time with me and hearing my uh, ideas. What's that, Miss Rosebloom? Miss Rosebloom? No, I'm not angry at you, Bobby. Ricky, be a dear and check the goat pen. Carl, the harpsichords on joy to the world have to be in time with the choir. Here's your coffee, Pastor Stew. Would you hand it to Daniela? My hands are full right now. I can do that. And then if you... Clean the goat pen. Yes, sir. Actually, if you would take that coffee with you, I'd forgotten Daniela already got me a cup and... You didn't forget the stevia, did you, Daniela? <laughs> Just like you like it, Pastor Stu. That's why I like you, Daniela. Ugh. Have a minute? Leave the door cracked, will you? It might be better if I didn't. Ricky, does everything have to be an argument? Fine, it's open a crack. See? Well, how may I help you? How may I help you? Really? Ricky, I'm sorry if I seem formal, but you're clearly ready to be hostile, and I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. I don't want to be hostile, okay? Nor do I now. What is it you'd like to talk about? Us. I wasn't aware that anything was wrong with us. I just don't like how you've been treating me at the pageant rehearsals. And how have I been treating you, Ricky? I don't know. Like an intern, perhaps, hmm? Ricky, you are my intern. Is that why I woke up in your old Yes t-shirt yesterday? Because I didn't see that in the employee handbook, Stuart. Ricky, control your voice. You wanted the door open. Because I thought you could control yourself. Because I always think you'll be able to control yourself and you insist on shouting our relationship to the world. Which is so terrible, why? Ricky, what do you want me to do? Marry you? You say that like it's the dumbest idea ever. You knew when things began that a certain amount of decorum was essential. I informed you of this up front. You informed me you wanted to be together. And so I do. But, but Stu, being together is more than... More than what, Ricky? Tell me. I, I don't know. Ricky, I like you. I've liked you since that day in youth group that you told Sean, what's his name, that Bohemian Rhapsody is the most overrated song in human history. Sean, what's his name, was an idiot. (laughs) He's on a doctoral track in biochem at Berkeley. Maybe I should have married him. He thought you were a goddess in moto boots. All the boys did, but you were just bored with them, weren't you? That boy you (laughs) got in trouble with. Do you even remember his name? You mean Flynn? Yes, I'd forgotten. Oh, Ricky, a boy named Flynn. Really? He was sweet. He was boring. Everyone was boring. A gang of hypocrites and little Ricky Rosebloom saw through them all. Your parents thought you were really going through some stuff with Flynny Flynn Flynn, but I knew the truth. He was just a pleasant way to pass the time. So what? So that's what I like about you. We share a certain point of view, but... Part of being an adult is learning to turn the little old x-ray vision on yourself. And what is it I'm supposed to see, doctor? Ricky, 
Whatever romantic notions you were harboring about us. Romantic notions? You mean like those things you whisper in my ear? Ricky, control yourself. No, you made promises. <laughs> I failed to remember You didn't saying... have to say anything. You didn't have to say anything. Grow up, Ricky. Just grow up. Adults don't behave like this. I never promised you anything. Get woke, why don't you? Who do you think you are? What Disney princess are you supposed to be in this story? Elsa? Anna? Tinkerbell? Tinkerbell is not a princess! That was a $200 paperweight. Are you going to pay for that? Stu! Who has a $200 paperweight? A pastor is loved by his flock. A pastor who doesn't intend to let a brat of a girl dictate his life to him. Ricky, control yourself. No! Ricky, what are we even fighting about? Stop saying my name. <laughs> Ricky Bear. Shut up! What are we fighting about? So what am I to you, Stu? Just a pleasant way to pass the time? Well, Ricky, I did rather think you were enjoying yourself as well. But perhaps it's time for you to think about the long game. About the person you want to become. Maybe you should start applying to colleges like your mother said. I know you. You're not the kind of girl that stays around a town like this. Not without any family or friends to tie you down. Stuart, don't I mean something? Tell me the truth. Oh, Ricky, the truth is you're a goddess in moto boots. What else? You're a goddess in anything. What else? Ricky, what do you want from me? You want me to tell you, you have a great personality. Yes, sucks, by the way. Like, every song doesn't need to be 50 songs. Ricky. You broke my heart. You broke my heart. <laughs> you broke my paperweight. Ah! Ricky. Oh, for the love of Pete. Come back. Marge, if you could just make seven copies for me and Evan here. Stop following me! Miss Rosebloom, come back into my office. I'm sorry, everyone. Get away from me! Ricky, let us help you. What? What? Don't you dare do this in front of them. You liar! Miss Rosebloom... You liar! Everyone here wants so badly to help you. Why don't you come into the office with me and Kevin and Evan? Guys, um, what's going on here? Uh, Miss Rosebloom, is, is everything okay? How dare you! How dare you? Miss Rosebloom, we understand you've been going through a lot. No! 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 Miss Rosebloom. Stu, you say my name like that again and I will stab you with Marge's letter opener. Okay, Ricky, okay. What are you? Ricky, I'm your pastor. I wanted to give you everything. I didn't want that, my dear. I just wanted you to feel the touch of our Savior upon your life. I sure felt the touch of his representative, didn't I? Miss Rosebloom, come back. I'm sorry, everyone. Stu, what's going on? I'm so sorry about this, everyone. I'm sorry you had to see this, especially for poor Ricky's sake. We all need to be praying for her right now. She's not in control of herself. All right, everyone. Show's over. Back to work. What Pastor Stu says is right. We all need to be praying for Ricky. Stu, Evan, my office. Yes, but but first, everyone, Stu, will you lead us in a prayer for Ricky right now? Oh, uh, of course. Yeah, go ahead, Stu. Dear Lord... (laughs) 
In my 35 years as pastor of this church, I have never had a scene like that play out in front of so many people. What in the heck happened, Stuart? Yeah, in my seven years as a pastor... I got a- this, Evan. Oh, Kevin, where to begin? If, if only I hadn't tried to take it all on myself. So stupid. Stu. <sighs> well, you remember that Matthias and Erica had asked me to meet with Ricky after her... Her boy trouble. What was that boy's name again? Uh, Flynn Harrington. I just pulled him up in the CRM yesterday, if you want me to send you the file. Flynn Harrington. Oh, boy. They probably met at Forever 21 or something. Troubled teens are all too alike. They really are, Stu. It's weird. Anyhow, I've been trying to help her. Just listening, mostly, and then applying scriptural principles, of course, but... Oh, I'm just... I'm so ashamed. Stu, there's only one unforgivable offense. That's me tooing someone. You, you didn't? No, Evan, no, but for a number of months, she has been coming on to me. Well, a young woman developing feelings for an authority figure in her life. Yeah, that is so weird. Knowing the Roseblooms as I do, it, it wasn't entirely unexpected to find their daughter broken. Oh, we're all broken in different ways. Some beautifully broken and some broken broken. Ricky was longing for a stable, trustworthy authority figure. All the insecurity she felt growing up in that home. But I don't need to tell you gentlemen how transference works. No, no you don't. No, you definitely don't. But um, if you if you wanted to, you could feel free to. Of course, I rebuffed her approaches, reminded her of her duty to God and to her parents, reminded her that I'm her pastor. And for a time, she seemed to be growing. When we would pray to end our meeting, she was so sincere. Yeah, but... It wasn't a heart-level change, was it? No, Evan, I'm afraid it was surface-level at best. And the surface is, like, as far away from the heart as you can get. The damage in the darkness ran deep in poor Ricky, but I didn't realize how deep until after she became the new intern. In the past month or so, I've noticed how moody she could be. A young woman being moody, again, so weird. Yes, I began to worry that her repentance was not as sincere as I'd hoped, and I began to be more careful. Left my office door open, tried not to be alone with her. Well, obviously that was wise. Well, but perhaps too little, too late. Both of you may have noticed my resistance to creating that podcast that Ricky came up with, Expecto Redempto. Oh. It was because I didn't want to be alone with her. Stu, I'm, I'm sorry. The fault is, is mine. I should have brought you and Evan into this much sooner. I simply didn't have any hard evidence that Ricky was backsliding, and I wanted so badly to help her, Kevin, for Christ's sake. I wanted so badly to believe her. <sighs> we all make mistakes, Stu. Yes, but in this Me Too era, some mistakes will kill you. Guys, we are trusted men in authority. We can't be me too Actually, that brings us to the point, as they say. In my battle to be above reproach, I took the liberty of making some recordings. I hoped I would never need to make use of them, but, well, here we are. Yes, that is super good news, Stu. This is good, Stu. Should I play one for you to give you the idea? They're all digitally timestamped, of course. Digitally timestamped. Play one, Stu. I'd be willing to go anywhere with you tonight, Stuart. Why, Ricky... I think I'd better just take you home. I'd rather we go somewhere else and be alone. I took her home immediately afterward, as her father can attest. I recorded that conversation, too. This is good. Very good. Let me play you one more. It happened as we were wrapping up work on our first Expecto Redempto podcast. No one's going to see us. No one's around. Ricky, 
We've talked about this before. It's not appropriate. I don't care about what's appropriate, Stu. We're all alone, and we can do whatever we want. No, we can't, Ricky. There's more where that comes from? It's a bit fragmented, I'm afraid. I'm not an expert with technology, but there's plenty. Very cool. Yes, I mean, sad too. Well, I think we'll be able to nip this thing in the bud. And we can keep it quiet. Actually, Evan, I've been thinking about that. Uh, The path that Ricky has chosen is going to affect a lot of people, and it already has. It's too late for us to cover her nakedness. It's just like you, Stu, to be thinking about Ricky's... The way to defeat sin is to bring it into the light. We have to find a way to get ahead of this publicly. How many people were standing there when Ricky made her little scene? By now, half the church will know. Stu, you think church folk like ours will gossip? I'm afraid so, Evan. Why, I'll bet half the elders board knows already. Speaking of which, it'll be awkward having that conversation with Matthias there tomorrow. (laughs) Guys, do you really think that... Well, the truth just doesn't always seem to win over the lie, and I wouldn't want the lie to win at FCS. Nonsense, Evan. No matter what lies Ricky wants to tell, and no matter how much her mother broadcasts But that's exactly my concern. Erica is... Erica uh, Rosebloom is a damaged woman, Evan. In her way. No matter how many committees she runs. Damaged, yes. Also, very vocal. There's no doubt about that part, Evan, but we're not going to let her create divisions among us. The truth... The truth will set us free. More precisely, those recordings. And the eyewitness accounts of a dozen people in the office this morning. Even Erica Rosebloom can't paper mache over that. But, Kevin, if I need to resign my position here, I will. The essential thing is to preserve the church's purity at any cost. Stuart, you are one of the most beloved men in this community. However, you yourself may have failed in this matter. And I have, Kevin. Oh, I have. A failing of compassion, perhaps. You cared about this girl. You wanted to redeem her. You loved her. Sacrificially. No one is going to blame you, Stu. I hope you're right, Kevin. Oh, he's right, Stu. Gentlemen, by God's grace, we're going to weather this thing together. Ricky. Yeah? If you could, I mean... Just come in here for a second, will you, Ricky Bear? Your your mother and I, well, um, we need to talk. What's wrong? Just go ahead and sit down, sweetie. Okay. Ricky, you know you're my girl, of course, but I, uh, that is, your mother and I, uh, we, um, well, we, uh, that is, I mean, well, uh, Ricky Bear, what's, what's going on? What do you mean? Ricky Bear, I I think you know what I mean. We, I mean, uh, we got a call from Pastor Kevin this afternoon. Yeah? Ricky, let's not beat around the old uh, bush, you know? Daddy, before you say anything... Look at me. Daddy, I don't know what you know, but I don't think you know everything. Look at it's, me. It's just that... Look at my... Hi, Mom. Merry Christmas, Ricky. What? I just said, Merry Christmas, Ricky. What are you talking about? I said, Merry Christmas. Now you say, Merry Christmas back. What? Go ahead. Say it. Merry Christmas. Erica. Let's be the thing that starts with a Q, Matt. Honey. Merry Christmas, Ricky. 
Merry Christmas. You know what? Fine. Go ahead. Play your little games. Oh, it's Christmas, Ricky Bear. Merry Christmas. Honey. What, Matthias? What are you what are you, what are you doing? It's Christmas, Matthias. So I just want to say Merry Christmas. Look, what what is wrong with you? Merry Christmas, Ricky. What's wrong with you? Merry Christmas, Ricky Bear. Stop smiling. Please stop smiling at me. Ricky, Pastor Kevin said, um, well, l- l- let me start with what we already know, okay? His words were, you, you, you threw yourself at Pastor Stu? And, uh, honey, well, you got mad when Stu rejected you because he's 40-whatever and you're... What are you, 13 going on three? Or, or whatever it is you are, and if that wasn't bad enough, you, 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 you followed Stuart out into the office and, and, and yelled at him in front of everyone? I mean, that's uh, it's not too cool, Ricky Bear. Please tell Mom to stop smiling at me. Ricky Bear, I, I mean, Ricky, how, how could you? I mean, well, how could you? That's, that's all I'm trying to say, really. Daddy, what I don't think they're telling you is that Stu and I, we had a relationship. You mean so it was, uh, more of a, kind of a, a, uh, a, t- a two-way sort of a thing? Yes. But I, I don't think that's what Stu's going to say. So it's, uh, your word against his kind of a, a thing. Well, honey, everybody, I mean, everybody already believes his uh, version already. Everybody? Merry Christmas, Ricky. Please, Mom, stop saying that. What do, you, what do you mean, everybody? Everybody is talking about it, sweetie. An email went out from the church office to the whole congregation. What? I don't know, honey. It was just an apology for the regrettable public incident regarding a, uh, what do they call it, a, a certain person interning at the church. Well, there's only one person interning at the church, so yeah, a real masterpiece of subterfuge, a real masterpiece of diplomacy there, but Ricky Bear, people are talking. What do you mean? I mean, they're talking. I mean, when I got that call from Kevin, it was actually a return call from Kevin because I was the one who called Kevin because the email went out and Reginald at work said something to me, said he was, sorry, girls are hard, oh boy, and Ricky, well, it's just public. I mean... You know what a small town Sanityville is when things like this happen? You 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 remember Gregor Anderson? Yeah, he slept with the teacher. Yeah, exactly, sweetie, and everybody knows that. And just uh, everybody knows Ricky. Everybody knows everything. It's it's almost like somebody at the church wanted him to. That's how bad it is, okay? Daddy. They don't want me at the elders meeting tomorrow. I guess they're I guess they're going to talk about it. Daddy, I'm I'm sorry. But but you do believe me, right? Right? I don't know, Ricky. I mean, should I? Daddy, I would never... It's always so interesting to watch someone catch herself in a lie. But Merry Christmas, Ricky Bear. Mom, can we just... Can we take the needle off the broken record? Well, Ricky, needless to say, we're... I mean, your mother and I, uh, we're very disappointed. I mean... Whatever the real story is, it's, it's, it's not Merry good. Merry Christmas, Ricky. Merry Christmas, sweetie. Merry Christmas. Shut up! Shut up! Just shut up! What is wrong with you? I don't need your psychological warfare, okay? I know I messed up. I know there's no fixing it. I know! I'll fix it. I always fix everything. Whatever you want to say, say it. There's nothing much I want to say. Only Merry Christmas. Honey. What does she want me to say, Matthias? That our daughter is a very careless girl careless what does she want me to ask matthias how could you do this to me how could you be so careless careless that's the word i said ricky but i think perhaps i should have just said merry christmas 
You don't care about what happened, do you? Sweetie, of course I care very much. There are lots of stews out there, darling. Men are wonderful creatures, but they are... They are rather careless, aren't they? And that's why we women have to be so careful, don't we? You... you... What's that, dear? What is wrong with you? Like... What's wrong with me? Only that you've been rather careless, Ricky Bear. Since you asked me what I wish to say, that's all I wish to say. No, like... No, like... Why do you hate me? Hate you, dear. I don't hate you. I don't think very much of you right at the moment, it's true. But that's okay. I understand. You were just being careless. Fine, I'm sorry I didn't hide it better, okay? You could have stopped me, you know. It only would have taken one word. And what word is that, dear? What's wrong? Cat got your tongue? I could not have stopped you, dear. Because you didn't tell me anything about it, did you? How could I stop what I didn't know? You knew! You both knew! We knew, darling? I didn't know anything. Matt, did you know something? I... (laughs) I I mean... Daddy, please! Matthias? Well, I I mean to say... (laughs) No. Uh, no, how 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 could is I? Is this the woman we raised our girl to be? <laughs> I can't say that it is, Erica. I mean, uh, Ricky, we're we're very disappointed. I mean, and shocked. <laughs> I'm not sure which. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, I'm not sure whether we're more shocked or, or, more, or more disappointed. Which one? I don't know. Uh, which one is it, <laughs> Erica, sweetie? Our pie? first time was in my bedroom. You were two doors away. You're the one who didn't care, Ricky Bear. But Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Want to know something, Erica? Oh, are we on a first-name basis now? You are a terrible mother. That is an interesting point of view, dear. I'm trying to remember the part where I slept with a youth pastor, made a public spectacle of myself, destroyed my family, and ruined Christmas all at the same time. Well, I'm sorry I ruined Christmas again. I'm trying to remember what I did last year, made you return the embroidery kit you got me. It's always something, isn't it? I'm a wonderful mother, Ricky. Uh, Earth to Erica... Your daughter slept with the youth pastor. That's what we call a parenting fail. Guess what? I was your final project. You got an F. Oh, I see, Matthias. This is all my fault somehow. Well, honey, I mean, there's, there's always a lot of factors, but Ricky, we just want you to take responsibility. Responsibility? How about mom takes a little responsibility for the fact that she's always hated my guts? How about she takes responsibility for the fact that she doesn't care what happened? Oh, poor you. Poor little Ricky. Poor little Ricky with her terrible mother who always hated her guts. Poor little Ricky with her designer clothes and three hot meals a day and private education and warm, clean house to come home to. Poor Ricky who never got spanked or yelled at or made her do a single thing she didn't like except stay clean and get good grades and keep her room from being a pigsty. Our heart goes out to you, sweetheart, doesn't it, Matthias? Whatever. You've always hated me because I'm a human person who you can't fix right up with a couple of pipe cleaners and glue. And you want to know a secret? You want to know why I hate you? It's because you're miserable. And instead of just being miserable, you have to make everybody as miserable as you are. Anytime there's a bit of happiness or joy anywhere, you kill it. You are happiness cancer. You took everything from me. Everything from me. You did it once, long ago, and now you've done it again. 
And you want to know my secret, sweetie? I do not forgive you. I'm going to fix this now, like I always fix everything. She did. She obviously she didn't mean that. Leave me alone. Yes, sir. There sure is nothing like floating on Lake Sanity in a gold-trimmed bass cat jaguar with a Mercury Verado 350 on a December morning. The icy cold wind whipping across your face like a savage slap from the slippery tentacle of that mangled marine menace seven arms. Yes, sir, young Riggy. Fresh air does a body good. Cigarette? So, what's the trouble? Who said there was any trouble? Oh, come on, little Ricky. Do you mean to tell me that you just randomly showed up on the doorstep of my rustic log cabin unannounced and unplanned for, despite your previous indifference to my existence, which, although somewhat mitigated by our happy experiences last month at Thanksgiving dinner at your mother's house, has been the defining feature of our relationship for the majority of your 20-odd years on this planet? Because I just don't see it. I think something's on your mind. Fine. It's, uh, well, it's my friend, uh, Jules. Jules, huh? I was always more a fan of gold myself. Ooh, whoa! Gold is a thing, yes, gold is a thing! Gold is a thing! Uncle Chip, why are you singing? Sometimes when I forget to take my brain pills, I think I'm in a music hole! So who is this, Jules? You wouldn't know her. She's just a girl from school. I don't even know that much about the whole thing. She got involved with this guy, an older guy, and she thought she knew what she was doing or whatever. It turns out she's just a dumb... Oh, sorry, let me turn that thing off. Now, Ricky, this girl can't be too dumb. She picked you for a friend, didn't she? Well, uh, so this girl, she thought she was in control, right? And the guy told her lots of nice things, but some of them, some of them may not have been so true. Uh Uh-oh, I think I can see exactly where this is going. You can? She stumbled on a ring of illegal possum poachers that went all the way to the top. And by the top, I mean Reagan. Because this was in the 80s. Uh, no. Not it. Yeah, I I guess that would be weird. I take it that that, uh, possum thing happened to you, though. Huh? Anyway, this dumb girl. Jules. You want to know something? I kind of hate her. Oh, well, why's that? Because she's just too stupid to breathe. She thought she was so cool, and the whole time she was just dumb bimbo who got played. I mean, what an idiot. She just got used for her body, and in the process she hurt all her friends, burned all her bridges. She's got nobody left, just the guy, and if she tried to go to him, he'd laugh in her face. She's got you. Yeah, but I hate her. I just really am so embarrassed for her. Well, sounds like she deserves a little pity, don't she? She lost everything. It was her own stupid, arrogant fault. Huh. What about this fella? What kind of man takes a girl from her friends and family? Uh, I don't think I really know what kind of man he is. This fella sounds like a real monster. You know I'm dog catcher of this here town, right? Yeah. And you know what we do with bad dogs. Stop thinking that way. She won't say who it is. I reckon if you give me just a few more clues, I might be able to figure it out. I'm something of a master clue solver, you know? He's too powerful. 
He has too many friends. Oh, for the love of pink eye. Why does every dang fool lady think she has to handle all her problems herself, Ricky? Maybe she just thinks she's caused everyone enough trouble already. Shucks, Ricky. Women be in trouble is half the fun. The other half is making little parachutes for your possums and using a catapult to shoot them up into space. Anyway, um, Uncle Chip, the last thing this girl needs is another man to come to her rescue. Uh, I suppose. Still, I, I think sometimes a fella needs to take on a little trouble if he wants to be a man, and I think a lady would be right to let him do it on her behalf. Leastways, seems like there's a reason it's always that way in the storybooks. Don't your ma still read the storybooks? Uh, she's more into the cookbooks and interior decorating books these days. Crying shame. See. I'm pretty good at clues and such as I believe I've mentioned. This girl, her name, it actually isn't Jules, is it? No. No, it's not. It's probably Julie or Julia, and Jules is just her nickname. You you solved it again, Sherlock. Anyway, uh, I was going to say, life doesn't always work like a storybook. Well, it, it does when everyone plays his part. Problem is when damsels won't be damsels and knights won't be knights, because monsters are always going to be monsters. No matter what the damsels and the knights do. Well, what if this damsel has run off all her knights? What if the only thing left is for her to just run? Run? No. No, Ricky, you can't let her run. Don't let her run away. Not while there are people that love her and care for her. It don't matter what she thinks. She's just wrong. You love her, don't you? Well, I'll love her too. And her friends and family, it can't be that bad. It's never that bad. It's... That's just a lie. A lie, I tell you. You just tell me where this fella is. I'll show her that there are people who care enough to stand up for her. She just can't run away, Ricky. Don't let her run away. Uh, Uncle Chip, I'm sorry. Don't let her run away, Ricky. Make her stay. Make her stay. She won't run, Uncle Chip. I don't know what she's going to do, though. you You just tell her, find the people who love her and don't want nothing from her. I'm not sure those people still exist. The staff at FCS is profoundly sorry for what happened, Erica. As a matter of fact, we're looking to implement some leadership solutions so we can catch this earlier next time. Yeah, a family like yours has a right to expect high-end shepherding, Erica. We all make mistakes, don't we, gentlemen? Well, we know as parents that this is not your fault. I mean, I don't want you spending a lot of time blaming yourselves. One thing about the blame game, there's no winners, only losers at the blame game. It's just a really, really terrible game that goes on for way too long even though lots of people find themselves playing it, you know? Like like Monopoly. In our household, we always divide the property up evenly beforehand, so there's no bickering. Anyway, I stopped by because I wanted to discuss the elders' meeting tonight. Yes, we've decided it would be best for Matthias to sit this one out. But if you divide the property up beforehand, that removes the one element of strategy from the game, doesn't it? Actually, Kevin, Matt and I agree that Matt should be at the meeting tonight. Then it's just like you're playing like a four-hour game of dice. And actually, Kevin... I'd like to be there as well. And I always got stuck being the thimble, like... We feel there are some things the elders need to take into consideration. In what world would anyone want to be the thimble? Well, Erica, obviously, we'd like to accommodate you, but... There are some things the elders really need to take into consideration. Matthias feels it would be right. Well, Kevin, when, when she puts it like that... Am I interrupting? Yes, you are interrupting. Actually, Erica, I asked Stuart to stop by this morning. Erica, I just wanted to apologize for what happened with Ricky... I wouldn't blame you if you never wanted to see my face again. My understanding is that you weren't to blame, Stuart. Although I do look forward to a full marshalling of the facts. Tonight. Good news, Stu. Matt will be joining us for the elders' meeting after all. And Erica, too. Actually, Evan, I don't think we're going to be able to accommodate the Rose Blooms at this time. I'm sorry, Kevin. Why is that? Erica, the pastors had our staff meeting this morning, and 
Well? We won't come to any official decisions until tonight. Which is why Matt and I have to be there. The bylaws promise us the opportunity to defend ourselves at any sort of disciplinary hearing. Erica, please. A disciplinary hearing? Erica, I don't think that we will be recommending any kind of disciplinary action. Poor Ricky has already suffered so much. I don't like to say this, but she's really her own punishment, isn't she? But Matt and I want the opportunity to speak. To... Defend yourselves? Erica, you don't have to defend yourselves. I've been over the whole sad story with Stu. Now, I'm sorry to have to say it, but your daughter, she did go off the rails a bit. It happens. Uh, We don't think it's necessary to, to publicize the matter any further. But it's already all over town. All you're denying us is the chance to defend ourselves. I wouldn't look at it that way, Erica. What way would you look at it? Erica, if you'll forgive me, I've taken the liberty of talking with John Alfonsi at First Presbyterian over in Sane Town. Kevin and Evan and I think that would be a great place to go for a while. Just sort of a detox for you and your family, if you know what I mean. Stuart, I serve on 12 separate committees. Well, we're... Actually, we're working on finding substitutes, Erica, just just for a time. It'll be so good for Ricky to have a place where she... Who's replacing me? No one person could replace you, Erica, but Judith Jenkinson... Judith Jenkinson? The woman can't laminate to save her life. We'll make it work without you for a little while, somehow. Yes, we'll just have to trade our lamination for lamentation, for now. Well said, Evan. Stuart, this is our family's church home. It has been for decades. And it will be again, Erica, but right now the important thing is to get poor, dear Ricky, the help she needs. Well, my little defense attorney, what's the uh, verdict? That, that worm is trying to get rid of us. Oh, of course. Well, <laughs> which, uh, which uh, worm would that be? There's only one. Well, uh, are we invited to the elders meeting tonight? No. Oh, well, uh, do I need to go in there and throw my weight around? No. Well, okay, sweetie, what's the, uh, what's, what's the plan then? Honey, what do you want to do? I know the game now. Uh, sweetheart? What, 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 uh, what game? When Erica Rosebloom says jump, the universe says how high. Lance, get in here and help this idiot catch his possum so we can start recording. Sorry, Stone. Come here, pink eye. I got the good applesauce. Cinnamon like you like. Come here, girl. Chip, you dunderhead! Lance! One second, Stone. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I'm not sure I understand. Try using your head, Lance. There's a first time for everything, you know. But, Erica, you you want the elders to do a disciplinary hearing for R- Ricky? That, that don't make no sense. There's a larger story here, Lance, and I want the elders and the congregation to consider it. Well, Erica, you're, you're my cousin and all, but... I mean, well, shoot it down. No, you can't wear the engineer's hat. It's too big. Don't look at me like that. Lance, you're my cousin. And Matthias and I have always been able to count on your support on the board. Well, sure, Erica, but I mean, I I just want to do what's right. What's right, Lance? Well, I mean, I'm sorry about Ricky, Erica, but it just sounds like maybe you just really need to get her some help. Lance, you... you... Lance, you idiot! Lance, when I tell you there's more to the story, I know you believe me, don't you? No, Pink Eye, that's Mr. Huntington's coffee. You don't even like Doc Rose. Get in here, Lance! You believe me, don't you, Lance? I... I, I gotta go, Erica. You believe me, don't you, Lance? Lance? I'm, I'm sorry, Erica. You're a sorry excuse for a human being, Lance Redford. No, I'm not. Erica? Erica? Hello? Pink Eye, no! Guns are for humans! No! Lance! Coming! I'm coming. 
Well, well, welcome to the Perkin Beam. And if it isn't Ricky Rosebloom, tell me, is it true what they say that... Shut up, Theo. Just give me a medium latte. Of course. But let me ask you one question. Do you know what you look like to me? With your good bag and your cheap... Cheap shoes. Oh, please. Give me the latte or I'll tell everyone what your dad had to do to pay for your stupid semester abroad. Well, aren't you the feisty one? But tell me, Ricky, do you feel the heat of a thousand eyes burning a hole in your back? Did you notice the hush that fell over the room as you walked in? Did you feel I've the... I've got a latte here for... Oh, uh, hiya, Ricky. How, how are you? I think you know. Yeah, well, everybody's got their problems, I guess. You mean, everyone thinks I'm a slut. Such a demeaning term. I should think we could find a much more satisfactory one. That's enough, Theo. Take out the trash. Of course. Right this way, Miss Rosebloom. Theo, get out of my sight before I punch your face in. You hear me? Yes, master. Ricky. He's not wrong, you know. I am trash. What? I am trash. Uh, Well, that's no way to talk. Oh, maybe you should teach me then. Please, Ollie. Tell me how you became the most likable person in Sanityville. Should I adopt a cute accent? I can't help where I'm from, Ricky. Yeah, well, neither can I. You coulda... I mean... You know what I hate? What's that? This stupid town, full of stupid people in a stupid coffee shop, who have nothing interesting in their own lives, so they have to live through mine. I hope everyone is happy and has had a little more excitement. Ricky, just... that's enough. Leave me alone, Ollie. I don't need your disappointed face, okay? I was always like this, and you liked it before. So, why don't you like it now, huh? You think I don't hate myself enough? Okay, you know what? I'm done. You come in here and you make a scene for what? If it's punishment you want, you've already made your own bed, and you can lie in it. You're not getting it from me. If it's sympathy you want, well, I'm all out of that, too. Take your coffee and leave, I reach you. Leave me alone, Ollie. Well, here we are, my little Christmas elf, although I must say that, you know, buying Christmas presents at the Xanadyville Mall is not exactly the best way, perhaps, to engage with our public image at this juncture. You and I do not have anything to be ashamed of, Matthias. Besides, we wouldn't be here if you'd placed that order when I told you to. Well, sweetie, okay, but what if I run into... You won't run into anybody. Okay, my happy stocking stuffer, I just, uh, all right, I got the old listy list, I'll be in the target. Good. Okay, Rose Bloom, old boy, just keep your eyes on the list. Ignore the people staring at you. So your daughter got in a little trouble. Wasn't much by today's standards. Wasn't much at all. Girls go wild. That's why that's a thing, if that's still a thing. Anyway, you probably won't run into anyone you have to actually talk to. Matthias. Oh, hello, Evan. Hello, Evan. Hello! <laughs> uh, did you miss me at the elders' meeting? Did old Kirk make that face he always makes? That guy, am I right? It felt weird without you, Matt. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's good, I guess, because I'll be back before you know it, and everything will be righty-right as rainy ray. Well, sure, Matt, but you enjoy your leave of absence, okay? <laughs> leave of absence? What leave of absence? Did you say leave of absence? Because I didn't put in for any leave of absence. Maybe my hearing put in for a leave of absence, right? <laughs> oh, Matt, I'm... Um... Sometimes I'm just not the sharpest tool in the in the tool thing. Oh, Evan, you're an intelligent guy, a regular Einstein compared to some fellas. I mean, you take Kirk. I I thought Kevin would have called you by now. Well, I mean, me and Kevin talk all the time. We're we're thick as thieves, thick as thieves. 
Look, Matt, I didn't mean to be the one to tell you, but the leave of absence was a thing we voted on last night. What? We just think you need some time to sort out your family issues and... Well, sure. Maybe even go somewhere else for a while, you know? Like, maybe FCS might not be the place. Might not you know? be the place? Yeah, well, yeah, you know? Uh, yeah, I know. Sh- sure you know. Of course I know. Of course <laughs> I know, yeah. Yeah, but I I know. I mean, I'm a... I'm an intelligent guy, too. Sharp as an axe. <laughs> Sharp as an axe. Well, Matt, we're all praying for you, and we're hoping Ricky lands on her feet. Sure, sure. Well, so long, Evan. So long, Matt. Lands on her feet as opposed to what? Flat on her back. You always hated me, Evan, you stupid cow. How could this day get any worse? Matt. Oh. Hello? Brandon? Anna? Brandon and Anna. Last time I ran into you guys was what? Thanksgiving? <laughs> Thankful I was to see ya! <laughs> goobble goobble! You know Will Jenkinson. He's helping us shop for our annual Chastine Christmas Eve party in two weeks. Hello, Mr. Rosebloom. Sure, I know William. Judith Jenkinson's kid. We love the Jenkinsons. Love them. Gotta be in our top ten families for sure. Right up there with the Chastines. William, you still taking classes at SU? Will, why don't you go see if Target has It's a Wonderful Life like we talked about? <laughs> it's a Wonderful Life. Great movie. One of the best. Matt. Can we be honest with you? Your honesty is your best attribute, my turtle dove. Well, after your hair in the moonlight. Mm, Yours is the light by which my spirit is born. You are my sun, my moon, and all my stars. I love it when you quote E.E. Cummings, Mona Moore. I love it when you love it. You know, we still haven't engaged in my favorite holiday tradition. What's that? Mommy kissing Santa Claus. Oh, Brandon. (laughs) So, um... You guys are pretty into each other, huh? You know what they say, Matt. Happy wife, happy life. Brandon. Oh, sure, sure. Words to live by. Words to live by. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Me, me and the wifey wife are exactly the same. Exactamundo. <laughs> Family can't live with them. Can't, uh, can't, uh... Matt, to be honest. We've heard about Ricky's troubles. Well, sure, I, I guess everybody has. Everybody and their brother, right? <laughs> Righty right, but uh, yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. Say la vie, que sera, sera. Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. I, I mean, I've always tried to love Ricky, but I don't know. It just feels like, well, if fatherhood was easy, everybody would do it, right? Right, right, but in for a penny, in for a pound. Matt, we're sorry. Oh. Sure. Well, I mean, I mean, you're sorry, I'm sorry, everyone's sorry, but listen, go ahead. I know you want to say it. You've been saying it with your eyes, and actually you've been telling me with your eyes for years, actually. So just go ahead and tell it to me with your mouth. Just, I know you want to say it, so just go ahead and say it. You told me so. No, I told you so, Matt. Just, we're sorry. Oh, okay then. Okay, Merry Christmas, Matt. Merry Christmas to you and your family, Matt. Yeah, yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas. Well, bless my stars, it isn't Erica Rosebloom. Why, Erica, it's so nice to see you out and about. Erica, can I just say, Judith Jenkinson told me about your little troubles, and I am so sorry, so very sorry. What is the world coming to? It's just so sad for me because, you know... People like me, we sort of look up to people like you. I always thought the Rosebloom kids were perfect. That's exactly what I told Judith, that the Rosebloom kids are perfect. Except, now I guess your daughter's just like mine. How does that feel? Why, if I was in your shoes, You'd I... be wearing something tasteful. Yes. 
which wouldn't be a surprise, since it is the season of miracles. You know what? You're a nasty woman. What are you doing today, Margaret? Buying gifts for everyone who loves you? That would explain the empty cart. Who's that cart for? Maggie Joe? Pro tip, from one mother with a disgraced tramp of a daughter to another, a stock CVS holiday card may not be the best way to win her back. But it looks like you're looking at cards while you're waiting on your prescription to be filled. What is it? Vicodin? Well, I'm not sure that drugs are really the answer. Unless, of course, the question is, what do they make in the trailer next to Margaret Jukeman's house? <laughs> you listen to me, you old, tacky, lazy, good-for-nothing hag. We are nothing alike. And don't you dare cross paths with me ever again with your gloating, cheery, fat, stupid southern accent. Your daughter broke my brother's heart. Your face offends me. And your world-famous pecan pie is the bland, boring, miserable triumph of an uncreative, unambitious, one-trick pony who stumbled into a decent recipe like a blind squirrel finds a nut. Merry Christmas. Tell a little Andy Merry Christmas for me, won't you? Just because he's never had one doesn't mean we can't wish it to him. Have a nice day. Well, dinner's great, huh? This chicken parmesan is to die for. Goobble, goobble, heh <laughs> Okay, so this is maybe less than an ideal Christmas for the old Rose Bloom family, but, well, hey, we've got a roof over our heads and food to eat. And, well, most important thing of all, we still got each other. Ah, Erica, Ricky, come back, Ricky Bear. Well, looks like it's just you and me, Chadster. I hate your guts! Ah. When we finally kiss goodnight, how I hate going out in the storm. But if you really hold me tight, all the way home I'll be warm. Now that's how it's done, Charlotte. You've got to think about what this song makes you feel. Let it out in your whole body. Why don't we give it another try? Sadie, you sit here with me at the piano again, and we'll just... Stuart, I want to talk to you. Well, 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 it's Mrs. Rosebloom, everyone. This is a surprise. Erica, we're in the middle of an important practice. We can do this in front of the children, or privately, Stuart. Your call. I'll just be a moment, everyone. Go ahead and give it a try, Sadie, and Daniela, you turn the pages for her. Well, Erica, what may I do for you? Why, thank you for asking, Stuart. Let me tell you what you can do for me. You can step down from your position here at the church, leave town immediately, and get lost forever. Oh, my. Or, or, I can make it known all over town that you seduced my daughter, then lied about it. And you can leave town on a rail. I don't need to be invited to an elders meeting to do that. Oh, Erica, Erica, leave town on a rail? Or what, the sheriff will gun me down in the street? I get the feeling you haven't thought this through. You make it known all over town. It's already known all over town. Everyone respects me. You know there is still a certain respect that the office of pastor commands in this country. And everyone knows about Ricky's advances and my humble resistance. Everyone knows a lot of things, actually. For example, you're an angry woman. You've never seen me angry. Erica, you disappoint me. The truth is, I've never seen you not angry, so go ahead. 
Take off your perfect homemaker mask if you like. Show the world the real, authentic you. But I've always been able to see the claws sticking out of your Martha Stewart costume, so don't bore me with your threats. Oh, we're just getting started. On the contrary, Erica, we're just getting finished. Or more precisely, you are. You saw the way those high schoolers looked at you? They know all about Ricky. Oh, and they're disgusted with her. I'll admit some of them might be sorry for her as well, and perhaps some of them might have been sorry for you if you'd ever been anything approaching likable. You... Let me tell you how it is, Erica, since you don't seem to have grasped it. Somehow, despite the image you've worked so hard to cultivate, it's all too easy for everyone to imagine. You're a shrill, nasty shrew of a woman, and your husband is the fool that enables you and your daughter is a tramp. Our friends won't believe that. Except you don't have any friends, do you, Erica? You spent the last 20 years making followers, not friends. A leader has two tools, love and fear, and the question is, when the one runs out, will there be enough left of the other? Nobody has to fear you anymore, Erica, and certainly nobody loves you. But then, you never bothered cultivating love, did you? Come to think of it, if you had cultivated a little love in Ricky, perhaps she wouldn't have been so eager to throw herself at me. I don't know that I've ever met a girl so pitifully eager to give her heart to the first person ready to receive it. Well, no, there was one other. <laughs> in any case, folks have lost their faith in the rose blooms, so here's what I suggest as your pastor. First, you'll see that Matthias steps down from the elders' board. No fuss. Then you'll take your family to another church, same town or some other town, I don't care. And you just work on the person you want to become. You son of a- Erica, please, I detest vulgarity. Matthias is done here? You're done here? Shh, no need to talk right now. I suppose that in your absence we'll just have to build the children's wing my way after all. Somehow I feel that the children's wing committee is about to become much easier to manage and- Actually, everything in my life is. Ricky was just a pawn. Oh, don't belittle her, Erica. She was a pleasant diversion. It became a pawn. I'm not a man to pass up an opportunity, but I won't say I didn't enjoy our time together. Far from it. You you took advantage of an innocent girl. Innocent? <laughs> well, I suppose you're right in one sense. Ricky's a handful, but she's a sweet little thing in her way. Don't you dare say her name again. Erica, please. Please. You know, when I first became aware I was a man of certain appetites, I foresaw difficulties meeting my needs, but you know what? It's quite easy. The world is full of girls like Ricky, and they don't ask for much. Certainly not for love. Not really. Just a little kindness. Listening ear, a shoulder to cry on, and for that, they're willing to trade. Well, everything. I don't take advantage. A gentleman never does. The girl must be willing. And sweet Ricky was more than willing. Capacity of women to self-destruct fascinates me. Isn't that how Ricky was born in the first place? I... Oh, I have my sources. I guess you haven't learned anything since then about the long game. But I always play the long game. Pastor Kevin will retire soon. Evan's a fool. And I've been working to ensure my future here. I think my future looks a little brighter without the rose blooms in it. Though I must say, none of this would have been so simple without sweet Ricky's capable assistance. By the way, while well, I've got you here, I wanted to tell you about your cooking. My judgment is, it's a trifle pretentious. I mean, saffron 
in a green bean casserole. Saffron of all things. <laughs> really now, Erica? A little restraint comes in handy now and again. Nothing to say now. I think we're done here. Why don't you go home to your family? I'm sure they'd love to see you. It is Christmas after all. Let me get the door for you. Be careful. Don't catch a chill. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, your troubles will be out of sight. <laughs> Merry Christmas indeed. Merry Christmas indeed. was created by Nathan Alberson, Jacob Menzel, and Ben Solzer. It was produced by Nathan Alberson and executive produced by Jacob Menzel and Nathan Alberson. To support this work, please go to www.patreon.com forward slash sound of sanity. <laughs>